0: Welcome to The Slotted Lamb, a movies by minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American World from London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. So welcome to our Monday episode, and this is going to be minute 78. And this particular minute starts with Winston Churchill being full of shit, and ends with Stay away from me. Now, as we are in the middle of this particular uh, sequence in the movie, uh, we are having, we are currently located in Trafalgar Square, uh, and uh, we now have a uh, David Kessler, who is now convinced that he has turned into some sort of monster and went on the killing spree last night that all of London is talking about. He uh, is totally convinced that he is the werewolf that Jack had. Uh, warned him that he was going to be turned into and has killed six people the previous night. And he is now, like I said, in the middle of Trafalgar Square trying to get himself arrested. And Alex is doing everything she can to convince the Bobby that uh, David's trying to get arrested from to not arrest him. So as we pick up this particular scene, he is in the middle of uh, shouting out some tirades about... uh, uh, different insults to different people in the English uh, history. Uh, he's uh, just insulted the uh, the royal family twice, and now he is uh, taking a pot shot at politics by uh, s- saying that Churchill was full of shit. Winston Churchill was full of shit! That's enough! No! that's me And also, he then goes into the... History of drama and theater by calling out the lineage of William Shakespeare. Shakespeare's French, which is then followed up by a tirade of a couple of swear words as well. Fuck, shit, Cut shit. And while saying this whole entire uh, swearing uh, entera- uh, onslaught. Uh, David is bouncing up and down on his feet, trying to yell at the top of his lungs while a crowd gathers around the bobby, then steps forward and tries to uh, quell the situation. Come on, that's enough! David, please! Alex then comes to his defense, uh, begging him to stop, and then David uh, tries to convince the bobby that uh, he is unaware of who she actually is. Who is this person? So the officer at this point has actually started to get quite uh, irate with this whole entire situation and believes that it has to come to an end, and he is about to tell David why he is, what he is going to do. And at this, David is ecstatic, practically, at this whole entire resulting situation. If you don't stop this disturbance, I shall arrest you. That's what I want you to do, you moron! I... Alex then comes out with another explanation of why David is the way he is. He's very upset. His friend was killed. And uh, another thing to note that uh, with all this uh, loud talking and shouting and all that we can actually tell that it is quite cold out because we can actually see all of the actors' breaths as they are talking. David then out and out uh, tells Alex. Will you shut up? And then the Bobby comes back and says, okay. That's it. We're done. Move on. Well, quite enough. Come on, about your business. Come on. Now, uh, David realizes that all of a sudden it has actually switched to a situation where he doesn't look like he's going to get arrested. You're not going to arrest me? David then uh, quickly uh, starts to, almost in a panic, start to look around at uh, what's around him and actually, basically... Uh, uh, pleads to a, a a woman in the actual crowd. A girl in Trafalgar Square, which is played by Denise Stevens, who, according to IMDb, actually only has two acting credits for An American Werewolf in London in 1981 and Made in Heaven in 1987. She also has one other connection to this film, but uh, stay tuned to the podcast to find out what that is. So when David asks the uh, red beret, blonde-haired woman... Don't you think you should arrest me? She basically has her own explanation of what might be going on. I don't know. Perhaps he thinks it's a prank. David is now in disbelief as he turns away from this woman Break. and then back towards Alex who steps in front of him to try and console him. Winston Churchill was full shit! That's enough! No! David, it. please! Shakespeare's French! Fuck! Shit! Cut! Shit! Come on, that's enough David, now. David, please! Who is this person? If you don't stop this disturbance, I shall arrest you. That's what I want you to do, you moron! He's very upset. His friend was killed. Will you shut up? Oh, well, that's quite enough. Come on, about your business, buddy. Come on. You're not gonna arrest me? Don't you think he should arrest me? I don't know. Perhaps he thinks it's a prank. A prank! David. Then the Bobby starts to break up the crowd. Look, I've had enough of this foolishness. Alright, come on, there's nothing to see. Come on. And uh David has basically reached the end of his rope. Come on. Oh, this is come on. Let's go! Leave me alone! Funnily enough, the actual first person to actually lead this whole entire crowd is actually the Bobby himself. He basically, as he turns to tell people to disperse, he actually just walks completely away from the whole entire group while the rest of the people, the onlookers, are slowly starting to get away. Uh, The... girl in Trafalgar Square, she uh, darts off uh, past uh, David. We can see the mother with the two children that were having their picture taken are still there. She gathers them up and slides them off. Uh, A couple of other uh, people that were really close in the uh, foreground, as you can see, are uh, still kind of standing there, but uh, everyone is now basically starting to mosey away. I guess mosey is not really the way that uh, I guess some British people would actually do it, but they are slowly leaving the situation, uh, looking over their shoulders as uh, David continues to yell at the top of his uh, lungs about the situation and Alex tries to console him. You people are crazy! I gotta do so, I gotta get out of here! And then the two of them discuss control. And now, David brings up Jack once again. Jack was real. He tried to warn me and I thought I was crazy. David! Then David drops the whole entire I love you sequence and definitely takes Alex a second or two to react. I love you. What? I love you. Then David goes on about his memory gaps. But I think I did some terrible things last night, things I can't remember. Alex then tries to convince David that they should stick to their plan about uh, seeing Dr. Hirsch. David, let's go and see Dr. Hirsch. And David pushes her away. No, you've got to stay away from me. He then makes a final plea to her to stay away, gives her a kiss. And that's where we end this minute in the middle of this uh, testimonial to his feelings for her and how he wants her to be safe. So this whole entire sequence is all between uh, close-up shots and pull and uh, uh, aerial shots uh, down on this uh, gathering crowd and in the group we can see that at certain points there are definitely people who are actually there for the actual shoot and it actually looks like there are actually two or three people that are just wandering around in the background. Uh, they can't really see everyone always seems to be looking like they need to be uh definitely uh it's not that sorry let me rephrase this as saying it's not like any, everyone that there is supposed to be there because obviously no one does the whole entire hey look there's a camera sort of thing like it is all that but it's basically a small group that is around the uh Alex and David and the Bobby and then there's another group outside of that group that seems to be as a passing by seem to check in and all that Uh, but if you go past that point there is no one in the Trafalgar Square area except a a flock of, uh, of pigeons or whatever a grouping of pigeons is called. And thank you, Google, for giving me uh, quite a uh, few to choose from. Apparently, uh, pigeons, uh, the group names for pigeons actually has quite a bit. There's a band, a dropping, a flight, a kit, a loft, a passel, uh, a plague, and a school. And again, obviously, there is still traffic going around Trafalgar Square and all that. There is still people walking on the outside border of Trafalgar Square. People are still in the streets. Uh, vehicles, like I said, running or going around. Uh, everything is definitely wet and damp, as you can uh, clearly see. But then again, it is England, so that's uh, pretty much uh, standard. Uh, every, pretty much every other person is carrying an umbrella of some sort at one point when uh the uh the girl in trafalgar square is walking by as david starts insulting the uh crowd uh, she almost looks as if she almost runs into david at one point and like i said when we look at the final sh- uh aerial shot of the crowd that's gathering around uh, David we can see that the like i said the bobby is pretty much the first out of there he's like fed up he's done he's out of here and the looker ons start to eventually fade away as we then uh, center down into the uh, two uh, lovers having a quarrel about uh, the situation they find themselves in Over on the commentary track, Griffin Dunn asks for clarification of uh, David and the use of the slang calling out the particular royal's sexual preference. David Noughton confirms that he did, and also points out that that part was not improvised. David then comments that he's doing everything that he can to be arrested. Griffin asks, what does it take to get arrested? And David continues with, these Bobbies have a lot of patience. Then, once the character of David starts to talk to the girl in Trafalgar Square, Griffin suddenly recognizes her and vocalizes his observation. David, the actor, confirms that uh, she is an old friend, and uh, Griffin then states that he had no idea She was in the movie. According to the script, scene 77, exterior, London Street Day, and like stated in the previous minute, the script just states that it's a street in London and not Trafalgar Square like it is in the movie. While the beginning insults are the same, however, the script has one missing from the film, about the uh, Queen Mother and a particular sexual act that she performs in Hell, a la The Exorcist and Reagan. The remainder of the script is as it pertains to this minute of the film, plays out pretty much the same. When it comes to the radio drama, The whole entire insults are pretty much the exact same as they appear in the final film, except for they actually do add in the one about the Queen Mother, as stated in the script. However, because it being a radio drama, it it self-censors itself, and the Queen Mother washes socks in hell now. Plus, for obvious reasons, uh, David's straight-out yelling of foul languages is removed. So, for the remainder of this moment, as it pertains to the minute of this film, plays out the same. That brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London, and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you would be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool too. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. Oh, and I've continued to record from this whole entire thing, so I don't even know what I've actually messed out on. So we're going to stop it here.